In this episode, we're going to discuss working for people we know, my experience in planning for those I know, general outcomes that are commonly reported as happening, and things to have in place if choosing to do this. Welcome to the Refine Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hi, Refiners. Welcome back to another week of the Refine Podcast. Today, like you heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about planning weddings for our friends and why I don't do them. So I'm going to start by just saying, you do you. If you want to do those, great. If you don't, great. Here's my take. Here's why I don't. And here are the things that I suggest that you have in place if you decide this is something that might work for you. So there's no right or wrong answer here, but there is a lot of common feedback that could set us up for success if we can just hear what needs to be done to do it right and well, right? So I'm going to start by sharing some of my experiences. As I sat and thought about it, there may be more, there may be less, not less, but there may be more. I could think of four people I know that I have done their weddings. And then I helped my cousin with hers, but I didn't work the wedding and she had a professional planner. And I also, this is also something we need to know as planners when there is a planner involved. Anytime my cousin came to me and asked a question, my first response was, well, what does your planner say? Because it was my job as another professional in our market to say and support and reinforce whatever her planner had already said. And then because this is my cousin was getting married in our town. So I work it, I work this town. So I sent this planner to her and we send a lot of, you know, couples to each other. And I was not going to ruffle this planner's feathers by going against what she said, because I trust what she was telling my cousin. Right. So, but then I, on the other side, needed to be the one that came in and like softened the emotion of the education or whatever. Right. So we, as wedding pros, are going to be in that position where our friends have other wedding bros in our same category and they're just wanting some affirmation that what they're being told is right and true, right? So the first response is, well, what did your planner tell you? What did your DJ tell you? And then we can go in and like, if we start to notice this pattern of like, huh, everything her planner tells her, like, I do not agree with, then that's when we might have the honest moment of like, hey, this might not be the right fit or like something like that. But if it's just a one-off, like, well, it's not how I would do it. It's not wrong. Then let it go and just go with the flow. Okay. So that was not planned in my show in like my outline here, but it came to me and I shared it. And I think that that's really important for us as wedding pros to know and do to be supportive because I think oftentimes our industry implodes because we're telling couples so many different things that they don't know what to believe and it just causes stress. But I have done weddings for four people plus my cousin that I just kind of helped along the way. In all of those, there was some level of friction and there was only one that ended in a a ruined friendship. The others, one was like kind of weird for a hot second. And then the other two, those weren't bad. Those weren't like bad tension. It wasn't like there was an issue between us. It was just like, oh wait, this is a little harder than I thought it would be. Like, I don't even want to be in the position of like potential tension. Right. So 
the one that ended in a friendship being ruined was one where I had a lot to learn as a planner. I was a younger planner, but to my credit, I don't know. We both made a mistake in this. Essentially, my mistake was that I did not force her. I asked and I asked and I asked for my forms. Give me my forms. I need my forms. You have not filled up my forms. I can't do my job without my forms. Still never got them from her. I don't know that I would have done differently, honestly, I guess, to be totally fair to myself. But I think I often look at it as in like, I was young, so surely there was something I could have done differently. But I'll be damned. I asked, I did all the things I do now. So I'm going to give myself some grace there as I'm talking out loud. She did not give those forms to me. And there were some massive planning mistakes that she made in there because I was doing event management. So she planned the wedding. I was going to execute it. We had our planning meetings, but then there were all these random surprises on the day and it was just a cluster. Well, I knew a lot of people there. It was mortifying because it just looked like I dropped the balls and I don't ever want to be in that position again where I have to like defend myself, my business. Like those are my referrals. And they're sitting there watching me bomb and it's not even my fault. So now I have to decide, like, do I throw her under the bus? Do I just, you know, look terrible? Like what happens here? Well, we have not spoken since. And honestly, like that guest list, it's just weird to me. So I don't want to be in that position again. Other things that typically happen, like some general, just things that I see reported and refine a lot as common experiences in working with friends or family are that expectations are higher. Compensation is often lower. There tends to be gossip or we as the wedding pro get stuck as the middleman between like cousin and aunt or whatever. And then, like I said, it often ruins friendships and family relationships. Like it does happen. So if you do them, I think that there are some really important things that you need to have in place to do them right and well, and to treat them like any other client. Obviously it is a different relationship, but I think that bringing in a professional tone to this relationship is going to be the saving grace in the long run. So for example, I think you need to have a contract. I think you need to also have office hours and say, Hey, like, we're not going to be texting about the wedding. Like, that's not how this works. That's not for the same reason as with your other couples, right? It's not organized. It enters into personal space. And because this is a personal relationship, maybe you find a way that like, that happens here or there over happy hour, but it's not like every happy hour you have, it turns into a consultation. You only have, if you're doing event management, you're only going to meet with them twice in person anyway. So like every happy hour you have with them does not need to be a consultation. Those kinds of things need to be made clear at the beginning, either in the contract, I would say both. Have a conversation, be very clear about your expectations and then put it in the contract. And then randomly as you have happy hours and the conversation turns to weddings, like that's fine. Like that, those lines are going to, cross a little bit, but if it becomes a problem, then you have something you can go back to and like have a conversation about, right? So I want you to have the same process with your friend or family member as you would for all of your clients with maybe a titch of flexibility there because it is a friend or a client or, you know, or a family member. But I just, I don't know. I feel like if you give a mouse a cookie, the mouse is going to want a glass of milk. So be mindful of your level of flexibility there. Also, I often see wedding pros gifting their services to a couple, and that's totally cool. And if you want to do that, awesome. But here's what sometimes events ends up happening. If there does become tension or resentment in the relationship, then there's something even more to resent that like, hey, I gifted them something that was like 10, 12, 15 times the amount of what I would have just spent on a gift for them, right? So like, If you're going to discount it and you're going to gift part of your, like, think of it this way, like gift part of your services to them. 
Okay, so maybe if you're a someone that provides something simply on the wedding day, then it's a little easier to just say, hey, I'm going to gift this to you. If you're someone like a photographer or a planner that like has a lot of hours built into it before or after, then I would maybe just consider discounting a portion of your rate. And you all know how I feel about discounting. And if you don't, you will at some point in the process of this podcast. But for today's point, I believe far more in like bonuses than I do discounts, but sure with a friend or family, like give them a price break. That is your gift to them, but explain to them, make sure they understand that and they know that. Okay. Another thing that can be really helpful is assigning a team member to handle their account. So like for me as a wedding planner, I won't necessarily do my friend or a friend of a friend, but I have no problem assigning someone else on my staff to do that. And then my staff member gets paid the same rate and maybe I get paid a little bit less. And that's what I consider my gift to the couple if I've charged them a little bit less. So that's one way to look at it. And I really do think that it comes down to having clear expectations, having a contract, making sure that your office hours are respected. And that if you go on vacation with this person, it's not just a a wedding free-for-all conversation, right? Like that's not fair to you. That's not fun. And maybe in some ways that is fun and it is fair and that you are friends and you're going to have wedding conversations with that person anyway, but like, just make sure you're comfortable with how much time it's taking and whether you feel like it's moving into work versus just hanging out with your friend and talking about their wedding as you would any other friend, right? Like you can tell the difference. And when you start to feel that, it's totally fair to raise your hand and be like, hey, can we talk about something else? Or, you know, show your excitement for them. Be mindful of that. Like show your excitement for them. Just like, hey, you know what? I've had a long day at work and I just, I kind of need to have some not wedding talk for a little bit. I don't know. You're gonna have to find that approach. I'm not even sure that's the best approach. But in having a contract, you are set up for having that conversation. You're able to go back to it and be like, hey, this is what we agreed on. So also, I think another thing that's really important here is that if there are other friends, if you have mutual friends or obviously in family, there's a lot of overlap there, is to be really clear up front that like, hey, I'm not gonna be the middleman and gossip is not gonna fly. So if you have an issue, come to me. Don't go to my, don't go to the cousin. Don't go to our friend because then it puts, it just, it puts people in the middle. And that's not fair to anybody. So make that very clear up front. They're like, hey, just as you would with anyone, like if you have a problem with your with your DJ, then go to your DJ or go to a friend that's not involved, right? Like it's just not fair to go to the DJ's friend in the app about him. So set that up too. Set it up for success and make sure that everyone's on the same page and can agree to that. So again, I am not comfortable doing this anymore. I've had such bad experiences. One of them was with, a planner on my team. It was a friend of a friend. And I didn't even want that degree of separation because I didn't want my friend to be put in the middle if there was an issue. And so I had a lead planner on my team do it, like I suggested earlier. And admittedly, that lead planner wasn't the sharpest. She wasn't making mistakes per se, but her brother was having some massive health issues and she was distracted and it was starting to show a little bit. And so I took over the account And it worked out just fine. It was totally fine, but not until there was a little bit of my friend being put in the middle. And so we were all cool about it and everyone moved on. We could recognize like, hey, this planner is actually going through something and we're all like going to give some grace on it. But it was just like, it showed me how easily someone can be put in the middle. My friend that referred this company like got put in the middle pretty quickly. And 
And so fortunately we were able to nip that pretty fast, but that's just not, it's not fun. And then we lost money on that because I had to like, I had already paid this lead planner for part of her work. And then I saw to do, you know, it was just think about these things. And if you're totally cool with it, then go for it. Again, this is not an absolute, this is to provide insight as to what I've experienced, what I've heard others experience and how you can do this a little bit better from the mistakes that we have made and the things that we've learned. So thanks for joining me. If you liked this episode, then go into the platform and like share and subscribe, leave a review, let people know that this information is helpful to you or go and get the thumbnail and share it on your Instagram stories and say, Hey, this is why we don't work with family and friends. I think it's important for family and friends to also have that insight and intake. Right. So like we love them and we want to serve them right and well, and the relationships are more important than the tensions that can sometimes rise. And a lot of it is just, it comes out of misunderstandings, miscommunications, or just the blurred lines of professional and personal relationships. It's no one's fault. It just happens. But these things are important for our society to know and understand. We have to treat it with extreme caution. You guys have a great day and I'll see you next time. 